On a serene Sunday afternoon on May 14th, the USS Laffey headed to war. Becton guided the sparkling warship past New York's famed skyline and the Statue of Liberty on her way to the Atlantic Ocean's broader waters. It was a fitting start to the voyage, for although the crew lacked specific knowledge of their destination, the warship would soon be battling to liberate France and free the people whose graciousness in 1886 had made the statue a reality. The crew responded crisply, partly because of their training, but also because they sensed the significance of the moment. What could be more impressive than steaming by the Statue of Liberty, going to war to defend your country and the best destroyer that the United States Navy had then produced? War's sordid sides awaited the crew in both Atlantic and Pacific waters, but for now all was glorious and grand. Accompanied by three other ships from Destroyer Division 119, Meredith would join and complete the unit in four days, and two other destroyers, Laffey took her station in a screen escorting convoy TCU-24B, a collection of ships carrying ammunition, gasoline, and oil. For the next thirteen days, she shepherded the tanker USS Oscilla, AO-56, and thirteen merchant vessels, all carrying valuable strategic cargoes, according to the Walks War Diary, across the Atlantic at fifteen knots. Operating on the flanks of the formation, Laffey and her companion destroyers probed the waters ahead and below with their radar and sonar, intent on safely conducting the convoy to its European destination. I didn't realize we would be going over so soon, said Seaman Second Class Robert C. Johnson, whose duties standing watch happily interrupted the chipping and painting that occupied most of his day. I joined the ship in April, and in May we were on our way to Europe. Boy, we're going to see some action soon, I thought. He never expected it to occur this quickly, though. We felt very comfortable with him. Well, I'm really going places now, wrote Seaman Fern to his mother on May 15th. He assumed that with the war in Europe heating up, it would not be long before he saw some action. When I get back this time, I'll most likely be wearing one or two more ribbons. To have his ship and his crew ready for any contingency... From the beginning, Becton established his pattern by scheduling drills as frequently as he could. In addition to fire, collision, and damage control drills, Becton conducted gunnery exercises on four of the first six days at sea. Remembering all too clearly what had occurred in the South Pacific when Japanese air power so effectively attacked his destroyer, Becton emphasized air recognition training and anti-aircraft firing exercises. He gave the crew little time off— for each mile the ship traveled from U.S. shores, placed them a mile closer to combat. We had a pretty fat trip on the way over, wrote Seaman Fern to his mother in May, but added that Becton and the officers extended few breaks to the raw crew. Today was Sunday. I never realized it because we worked like slaves. Every time you stopped or finished, some bosun or coxswain had more work. Despite the rigorous days and nights, the crew gained an appreciation for Becton's command skills. The men sensed that he knew what he was doing, and that he had their best interests at heart. As novices to war, they were more than happy to serve under Becton, who had already been involved in multiple Pacific combat actions, rather than under an officer fresh from the academy. My immediate impression was that he fit the role of captain real well, said Seaman Johnson. He was tall and good-looking, I had heard good things about him and was impressed. 
He was very knowledgeable about naval matters and was doing a great job. He had experience in the Pacific, so we felt very comfortable with him. And as time went on, I felt real confident with him. More than once, Youngquist observed Becton dealing with other officers. Rather than micromanage every detail, Becton described what he wanted done and then trusted the man to accomplish it. Now go ahead and do it, Becton would say, according to Youngquist. I assume you can do it. Let me know if you have any trouble, but otherwise it's yours. He put his trust in us.